I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello and welcome to the Cricket Podcast Christmas Special with me, Jack Hope, Ross Legg. Merry Christmas. And Max Roy Brown. Merry Christmas. This week on the Cricket Podcast, we have got some real treats in store. We've got a selection of Christmas carols, courtesy of Max Roy Brown. It's true. (laughs) And his ukulele. Um, I am doing a Christmas quiz uh, on cricket events of the year. Mm-hmm. We will be going through a Christmas 11, and a few of you at home tweeted us um, some, some really good suggestions. Yeah, some really awful awesome. suggestions as well. Yeah, no, it was a, bit, a mixed bag, but like positive vibes. It's Christmas, it's the time of love and, um, and good cheer. And good cheer, exactly. And then we'll be talking about some actual cricket a bit later in the show. I think England. We play. don't want that. <laughs> England. <laughs> England are playing South Africa. Yep. Uh, the IPL draft has happened. It has indeed. Uh, Australia are beating someone. New Zealand. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, it's the time of the year when you get the Christmas blockbusters uh, out in the cinema. Um, so I, I don't know if anyone's seen, but the ninth Star Wars episode is out. Are you excited about that? I mean, I've only seen two of the Star Wars, so no. So yeah. no, I don't um, care. Max? Uh, well, I mean, the reviews aren't great, but I'm probably going to give them my money anyway, because I'm okay. a sucker. Uh, I'm not excited at all, but I am interested to know if, if we if we take a cricket theme here, which cricket series or cricket match would you like eight sequels to? Oh, I mean the obvious one from this year is the World Cup final. Imagine yeah. a sequel to that. I mean, Imagine eight sequels to that. But eight sequels. <laughs> eight. Sequels. I mean, like kind of New Zealand because they're dressed all in black. They've kind of got the Darth Vader vibe going on, haven't they? They're just a bit too nice so maybe maybe we would track the disintegration of the New Zealand team from Nice Guys to Darth Vader so, so that's I'm, quite an interesting eight episode arc it is but I'm also seeing it maybe as, a mini series uh, yeah I'm also seeing <laughs> this as uh, it's really really important to get the like uh, incredible characters involved okay. so the like, 2005 Ashes team Freddie oh, Flintoff's yeah. in there Peterson's in there I mean Vaughan's come out he's got a weird personality yeah. that bloke Ricky Ponting Ponting yeah. I mean Bradley. all of those in one imagine that following that series again and again just those people just Shane Warne doing, doing <laughs> cocaine or whatever he's doing in the Whoa, gym I don't allegedly allegedly fitness bills they were fat it was definitely okay right we're going to pass that one on good suggestion Ross your, <laughs> your time is over <laughs> Max, um, uh, which cricket series or match or, or event would you have eight sequels to? Uh, well, the, the yeah, the, te- the test series I'd like to see a sequel to. It's a timeless series, timeless in the sense that it was a timeless test. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in back in the it was nineteen thirty nine, okay. just before the war. Just before the war, England were playing South Africa I mean, in a five me- test me- series. Merely days before we were all born. <laughs> yeah, Trescott think opening the batting for England. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Uh, so yeah, England in South Africa in 1939, five test series. And the fifth test uh, in Durban started on the 3rd of March. Uh, it wasn't expected to go on too long, but uh, it actually ended up, because of some rain and constant re-rolling of the pitch, lasting until the 14th of March, where, whereupon it was abandoned as a draw, otherwise England would have missed the boat home. So how many days is that um, for people who didn't listen to the beginning? Well, of the it was test? 12, 12 days. 12 days, okay. yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, Christmas special, 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, 12 does, days of test match. Fit, yeah. Well, so <laughs> what I want to see is I want to see sequels to that. I want to see who really won. I mean, to go off on a bit of a tangent there, 
if you were sitting there 12 days like where there's the intermittent rain or the, we've always played in the game where there's rain for like 40 minutes and you're bored out of your head yeah, well, I just think they should call games off immediately when it starts raining can't <laughs> 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 do something useful at the time uh, Jack, what, what about you? What would I? Uh, what would I choose? Uh, I would choose uh, it's a classic series, the Bodyline series. Okay. Uh, like you say, you've got characters. You've got Douglas Jardine, who viscerally hated the Australians. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Harold Larwood, um, one of England's greatest ever fast bowlers, winging it in, hitting people in the head. No helmets, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got. Do they even have the ones with the without the grill? No. Did you they? had the baggy green, basically. <laughs> As we know <laughs> It's uh, you had uh, Don Bradman, uh, the greatest cricketer to ever play the game, uh, and but like by extension, you also had like the Australian Prime Minister and um, he's playing. Various, no, no, no. He uh, he was sending like diplomatic messages to Britain, complaining. Um, so I would like to see that sort of played out. I mean, like, in, in many ways, we kind of have that with the Ashes, mm-hmm. but uh, those characters, I think, are timeless, and the rules changed so. No. How do you reckon you'd film that kind of thing? Would it be like a kind of a, a thick of it kind of uh, performance? No, no, I, it would just be like a normal cricket match. I don't think you need to over embellish um, I mean, this. Um, <laughs> if there's one thing we do on this podcast, is over embellish. <laughs> so that is what I would choose. Okay. Um, all good suggestions, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get on with? Uh, we've got we've got three Christmas carols for you today. Um, should we get on with man of the moment? We we Max, you've written a, written a song for him. Uh, I have a fairy tale of Ben Stokes. We'll we'll begin the musical portion of the show uh, with, with that. If yeah, you're all right, an, an ode to our sports personality. Take it away. A summer's evening in North London. Christchurch City Into a super over We scored 15 more The Kiwis came swinging But on count back we're winning By the beerest of margins The World Cup is ours Truly wonderful, I thought, Ross. I mean, the ukulele, really. The what a lele? The ukulele. Thanks, guys. It was it was a nice Christmas present for all England cricket fans. The the double England cricket win at Sports Personality of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, uh, triple. Josh triple. Butler won Moment of the Year. Oh, did he? Well, there we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an event that I normally don't pay much attention to. I will be honest. But uh, yeah, so what, what happened? So Ben Stokes won Sports Personality of the Year. Yeah, beat, it, beat Lewis Hamilton, which wasn't very difficult because okay, the man has yeah. zero personality. Um, England cricket team won Team of the Year. Yep. Because they won something, so that's a pretty yeah, 
pretty good way of winning sports personality. And it's good that the, I mean, the Olympics went on this year, so yeah, it kind of helps. yeah that helps. Yeah. Uh, and Joss Butler won uh, yeah, moment at the end. Yeah, moment, yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you some quick some just for some thoughts on that. Um, ben Stokes obviously had an interesting career. Um, yeah. What's what's been your moment of, of Stokesy's um, World Cup life. 2020 final where Carlos Brathwaite smashed <laughs> in, uh, in the final? Oh, oh my god, moment. that was um, phenomenal, wasn't it? That was pretty fucking good. I don't think I'll ever top that. Remember the name? Yeah. Wow. Ben Stokes, bowled four balls in a row in exactly the same spot. Yeah, well, I mean, fair play to Brathwaite. You still got to hit him, but yeah. yeah. So if ever there were an over, you wanted when you needed to hit six sixes in a row. I forgot four that, yeah. sixes in a row. Um, that that was it. Wasn't <laughs> it? Good length on leg stump. Ah, oh, thank you, uh, Max. Have you got anything to top that? Well, I I was I was going to say that. So I'll I'm just going to have to go for the the moment where they got the camera from the side view where Ben Stokes. Pumps his arms in celebration just as Nathan Lyons sinks to the ground. As he oh, that, that is ball. good, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's then the one of my favourite really bits of sports camera. Um, I think people do forget that when um, Jack Leach almost got run out in that game, yeah. Stokes was throwing a little tantrum at the other end, wasn't he? Was he? Leach was like throwing, throwing his back down, like, oh, for goodness sake. Do you like what a toddler would do if it hasn't got well, his own look, If you If you just dragged your team into that position... But he's not, able, he's not able to go at Jack Leach in that situation. He's able to go at himself when there definitely was a single on. So Stokes would have been at fault, not Jack Leach. Right. Doesn't matter, though, because Gary Lyon dropped the ball. The point is, if you, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you dragged your team into that position and then to throw it away at the last minute with something so stupid, you would be yeah, no, really I agree. like... I do agree with that. Um, obviously, so the heading, heading the innings was unbelievable. Was phenomenal. The World Cup performance was really, really good. Um, all round, he's probably England's best player at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a generational talent. But I assume, Jack, you're going to go for his moment where he became uh, heavyweight champion of the world. No, I was going to say, um, earlier in his career when he punched a locker, that was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a warm-up for the real thing. <laughs> I did like um, how uh, Mitchell Marsh said, I need to be more like Ben Stokes. It was like, I'm going to try and be more like Ben Stokes, and then punch a locker and was like, I'll do it for a game. Mitchell Marsh, Ben Stokes, same category of player. Uh... <laughs> So, um, similar question, um, but focus on on this year. And you can we can wrap up the other the two awards. What was your your best moment of England cricket this year, excluding the sports personality of the year moment? Uh, so you can't take that World Cup, and, and, and you can't have um, Gary Lyon dropping the ball, and you can't have Ben Stokes hitting the four. Okay, yeah, so take all the favourite moments you've got. I'm going to go with the um, the first day of the uh, Lord's Test against Ireland, where we were bowled out for 85. Yeah, that was that a, was my that was that is actually the first time I've been to see a day of Test cricket, and it was fucking hilarious. You've never been to a Test match before. I've never been to a Test match before. Wow. And That's I went to see England get bowled out for 85 by Tim Murta. It was phenomenal. But there is that. There's, there's that real balance between England doing really well and England doing really shit. And actually, it's just nice once in a while there's a good balance because I went to the fourth day of that. First yeah. time I've ever been in corporate hospitality in my life. We turn up against Ireland. We bowled out for 35. Wasn't it for two and a half hours? They were just like, yeah, when it gets to four o'clock, you've got to leave. I was like, what? That's pretty good. Mm. You got to stay there till four o'clock and it was over by lunch, wasn't it? Sitting in his seat watching them roll the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Presumably it was free hospitality or yeah, they stopped that. Obviously, I'm there to watch the cricket. I'm not there, well, to, not there to make some chums, am I? No, I suppose not. But, what yeah, is he, some kind of bon Right. <laughs> uh, I think when it comes to uh, England moments this year, this year, I was at 
what, three of the test matches of the Ashes. Mm-hmm. I saw Steve Smith hit 300-odd runs in person, which was pretty, yeah. pretty awful. Um, but what I really do like is that uh, when it came to this year, sitting in the pub watching the World Cup final, as much as just a whole day of that within that pub... So basically, your moment of the year is being in a pub. Yes, <laughs> I loved um, every second. Of it. Well, oh, we, yeah. we were sat next to some Kiwis, and it was such a good environment. And it was just yeah, such a nice day. I think my my so my moment of the year was going to the uh, World Cup semi final where we we smashed Australia. Um, there were two moments I really enjoyed: selling my hat and then buying it back for a forty pound profit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also when we went into the uh, gold ticket section uh, they, they worked they didn't care so you could just go and watch the game for a much better view than the ticket price you paid okay. um, we were in there and there was, uh, there, was a, there was a group of Indians who had come to because they presumed that India would finish like first or second or as it was yeah uh, and they were there to watch India and India weren't on and India had also just lost to New Zealand yeah um and so they were in good spirits. And me and my friend Dom were making really loud comments about how Rohit Sharma's runs didn't matter because he didn't make any when it mattered. Uh, and, and they took the bait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they yeah. took the bait big time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what cricket's really all about, isn't it? Winding up the opposition. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob, who can't be with us today, mm-hmm. um, may never be with us again. <laughs> Based on, uh, seems, based on current precedent. He's pretty flaky at the moment. Yeah. Um, he has made a jingle celebrating uh, the career of Ben Stokes, so have a listen to some of, of the really memorable moments from England's current greatest player's career. Fighting. It's because there's a guy over there that's covered in blood, yeah. and I've been told that you punched him. Because he was a... Okay. Using the jury believed Stokes' version of events and unanimously found him not guilty of a fray. BBC Sports Personality or 2000, yes, of the year is Ben Stokes. Some incredible jingles from Robin, as per usual. Uh, Jack, you've prepared us a Christmas quiz. 
I have, yeah. Um, so I've had a look back through the the key events of the last calendar year. Mm-hmm. Big fat Christmas uh, quiz of the year. Exactly. Uh, but cricket themed, which makes it better than just like Noel Fielding going yeah. on about something. Doesn't it? Let's be honest. Yes, yeah, it does. 100%. Uh, or Jimmy Carr, tax evader, going on about something. So how many questions have we got? Ten? Uh, we have ten questions. Um, the format of the quiz is I, I will be the quiz asker. Master. Whatever. Host. You will be the quiz answerers. So, Max, what's your team called? Uh, team Ukulele. Team, team Ukulele. Team Ukulele. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he put well, me on the spot. What, what I really like about you, Max, is that you're so imaginative. Jack, <laughs> Jack, do you know what my team name is? What? Team Podcast. There we go. Team <laughs> So we've got uh, Ross's podcast team v Max's ukulele let's, team. You know, let's not be talking about uh, um, creativity when someone's just written you three Christmas carols. Right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, based on like other really, really famous musical Shh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Team at home, what are they called? Team at home. Yeah, so they can tweet into us. Please do do tweet in whether you, like you got all the answers or not at the cricket podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are going to be really honest with that one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the question listeners. number three <laughs> didn't, didn't get. Oh yeah, no, I knew that one straight away. Um, what's, what are they called? Team at home. No, no, team valued listeners. Team valued listeners. So mm-hmm. team valued listeners. Um, good luck. Mm-hmm. Team podcast Ross. Yeah. Good luck. Team ukulele Max. Good luck. Thank you. Are you ready for the first question? Absolutely. So we are winding back the clock. Um, it doesn't feel believable, really, does it, that the year actually started with an England Test team in the West Indies. No, I mean, it's a, it was a jolly at the best. It was a jolly. Yeah. Was a jolly. Yeah, I, can, I imagine there were quite a lot of rum cocktails consumed by everyone. That would confirm such a thing. Um, so interesting you bring up the batting. So my first question is, um, can you name England's opening pair in the first test of this calendar year? I'll have a go. Go on then, Max. Is it Keaton Jennings and Ben Duckett? It is not Keaton Jennings and Ben Duckett. Denied. Oh. Keaton Jennings? Yes. Was in there. Uh, I reckon Roy Burns was around at that time. Oh, it's 1-0 to Ross. Wow. That's, um, I don't even know if Ben Duckett's played test cricket for England. He has. <laughs> he has. He has. Um, a real wild card <laughs> choice there. Um, but instantly, a strategic advantage to me of letting Max go first. Yeah. Other, other highlights of that tour were Roston Chase taking eight for 30 or something. Yeah. England. That guy would dine out on that for the rest of his life. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, oh, who's offered <laughs> a speaker at your like, kind of middling Sunday league side? Got Royston Chase to eight for in the test match. Um, England lose 2 1 in the West Indies to a pretty average West Indies team yep um, Chris Gale played maybe his last ODI on in or last ODI in the West Indies in that series or that tour as well and he took his part didn't he really he mm-hmm. took his part it was like maybe the last great Gale series so quite I fun think, actually yeah, and also like it, two yards either side also, still not to like distract from the quiz but I think we should talk about this some more test cricket on in the evening is better it's oh, the yeah, West Indies is the work. perfect yeah. time time well, zone you can for watch test it. cricket yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks sunny. You're happy. What time would it be on in South Wales? Is it the same time? No, it's a little bit earlier. So okay. yeah. Um, question two. Mm-hmm. One nil to Team Ross podcast. <laughs> in my head, I've got the who wants to be millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> soundtrack for You've um, still got your uh, lifelines. <laughs> we we extensively covered the IPL in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, there were many highlights. 
But I, I tell you what, I fell in love with the IPL. Yeah. I was doing that. I, I'm absolutely like I watched the auction the other day. Yeah. And I, I think I took the piss out of people going, oh, "Why are people get excited by the auction?" I'm that person. Yeah. Now. Well, there you are. Well done. Us. Um, so there's a two prong question here. There's one about failure, one about success. The f- question about failure: Who finished bottom of the IPL table? Ding. Yes, Ross. Royal Challengers Bangalore. That's correct. That's two 0 to Ross. Captain famously by Virat Kohli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Greatest captain ever. Um, And then the question about success. The final was incredibly close, but what was the margin of victory for the Mumbai Indians over? Ding. Yes. One run. 3 0 to Ross. He's been revising. I just, I just listened to what we actually said. Like, we, we typically get it right. Like, we're not too. We do. Have, we've got like the sixth most listened to podcast. We typically get it right. Yeah, we are. Um, we made a correct prediction about that New Zealand series one 0 Mumbai Indians one by one. Yeah. Um, very good. I mean, I really, I did, I did really enjoy the IPL. I thought. It, w- it was yeah. a lot of fun. But my first real experience of following it, and I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah. It. I loved it so much that I'm going to go this year. Really? Yeah, have, you, so. have you got tickets yet? Yeah, so we're booking flights tomorrow, oh. actually. So Who are you going with? So we're going to two people from work, and uh, we're going to Mumbai, see Mumbai Indians yeah. play, go down through Goa, and then go to Bangalore, see Royal Champions mm-hmm. Bangalore. I think they're playing Kolkata Night Riders. At the Chinnaswamy Stadium, the world's only all-green-powered mm. cricket stadium. As we, as, as, we, <laughs> as we do a review of this, <laughs> and then uh, flying to Mumbai, uh, Chennai. So, okay, so, so, Chennai, yeah, so three really of the teams, that should be a pretty good trip. That will be good. Um, question three. This one's quite personal to the podcast. Uh, around the time the World Cup squads were announced, uh, favourite England cricketer Alex Hales was banned. Well, not banned, but excluded from... Well, he, well, he was banned. He had a 28-day ban from cricket, yeah. and uh, Owen Morgan decided he'd be too poor an influence on the squad to, to be part of the World Cup 15. Which X... Ding. Microphone. It's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which ex-cricketer did the Cricket Podcast have a Twitter spat with? It it, it is Michael Ward. It is Michael Ward. He retweeted one of our tweets harassing us. Yeah. The bloke's off his rocker. Uh, (laughs) We were right. He was wrong. No such thing as Um, bad publicity, as they say. Team Ukulele Max. One. Team Podcast Ross. Um, Three. It's it's not going to be 10 now, so I'm happy. Um, Yeah, you will not be seven-balled. (laughs) Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at that ten wicket defeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people, team playing at home, um, team valued listeners. I don't know TVL. How, I don't know how well you're doing. Probably a variety of scores. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, no, I can guarantee you, no one said Ben Duckett for the first one. Yeah. We uh, we went into that in detail, the Alex Hales um, issue. We did, uh, yes. And he's still paying the price now, isn't he? Like he wasn't picked up in the IPL auction this year. And actually, like, it doesn't look like he's going to get back into the England squad anytime soon. No, unlikely. Which is a shame. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Question four. So we're now moving on to the World Cup. Uh, we're going to skip the Pakistan one-day series and the Ireland test. Sorry, oh, it's disappointing because it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, about sort of halfway through the group stage, one of the biggest fixtures in international cricket took place. India v Pakistan. India blew Pakistan away. But in our preview of that show... We oh that that game we talked about some famous Pakistan v India incidents 
Uh, and we encourage you to go back and listen to it because it's probably our finest work. That was probably the best part. <laughs> in in one of those incidents, um, we talked about when Interman uh, waded into the crowd with a cricket bat and started hitting um, an Indian cricket sport who had a megaphone. Mm-hmm. Um, the Indian cricket sport with the megaphone was saying something to Interman. What was he saying? What was he? Oh. Back to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go first because okay, right. right. uh, I think what did he call him like a fat cow? Is that what he was doing? Okay, so a fat is right, but it wasn't yeah, it a was, cow. I know we. I know it was fat. We it both was, know it was fat. It was, but I thought it was fat for some reason. Max, are you gonna venture beyond cow? It's uh, not an animal. Maybe no. fat boy. It's not. A, it's not an animal. It's a vegetable. Vegetable. It's a fat potato. It's a fat potato. I'm not going to give you that point because you have two guesses. But yeah, um, that's uh, there's a video of this and it and it is spectacular. Um, a man with a megaphone is calling into mammal hack a fat fataloo. Uh, fataloo. Yes. Yes. And Interman, who is the captain of the Pakistan international cricket team, fielding at first slip, moves himself down to fine leg. Orchestrates, yeah. Ask the twelfth man to bring some bats round, yeah, <laughs> and then goes into the crowd to have a fight. And then after that, they finish the game. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like some retrospective ban. He was, was, was banned for two matches. <laughs> it's a phenomenal video. You've got if if you haven't seen it, definitely yeah, go and um, look it up. Uh, yeah, one of the all-time great cricket moments, I think, uh, by one of the all-time great cricket characters. A fat to lose. <laughs> Um, question five um, this one is about us playing cricket oh okay um, so in the summer this year I played and dominated in one game for Max's team Old Suttonians <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly how many wickets runs and catches did I score or take see what I love about this is this one this question not only was I was you're just radio self worth I mean if you're getting it at home I'm impressed <laughs> just, just a, little, a quick a, shout out to Jack's mum yeah, who he's told quick, about this story a, this is a not quick long on valued listener <laughs> a, quick, a quick log on to uh, you know Play, play cricket, cricket mm-hmm. and people at home might get it quite mm. comfortably. Does the standard um, you guys play at as you come up and play cricket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Would you believe it? With with someone like this guy dominating, uh, four wickets. Keep you do do the whole thing. So number runs, yeah. wickets, catches. Two catches, four wickets, fifty four runs. Okay, Ross. Uh, I reckon you went more than fifty four runs. I reckon you got like, closer to like sixty, maybe like sixty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you told me you got four wickets, so I'll go Supermax, and I'll, I'll trust you that you've got two catches, so I reckon you got the runs wrong. Um, so I think on balance there, I'm going to give the point to Max, because he was slightly close with the runs. I got bang on 50, hit, ah. hit 15 off the last over, mm. to get to... I remember him getting to 50 in the last over, yeah. I couldn't remember how close it was to the last I mean, this, 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 po- this podcast at times um, kind of like really plays to our own strength, yeah. but that was a real moment of self <laughs> <laughs> Uh Let me finish though. Uh, I only took three wickets because Matt, you dropped a catch off me. I did, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was against the point. <laughs> It was tough. It was. You, you were in the. You were, you were. I didn't play that game, listeners. By the way, 
Max actually played in the game. You so forgot you drop, dropped a catch. All right, let's put it this way. Yeah. You took two of the answers off me, obviously, because... Because you were there. That's an impossible thing to do. And, uh, and, and the other one, you also were just like, oh, Matt, what Max said, but a bit more. So, okay. Yeah, um, yeah so I got, I got 50 not out Yeah. Uh, in, in a 97-run partnership with... Ninth wicket partner, uh, tenth wicket partner. Yeah, shout out to Wahidas man who he, uh, did. he, did. he got that proved an excellent foil. Yeah, he um, he blocked out a little bit uh, while I plundered. He swung as well. Um, two catches, one diving it? catch, uh, one catch off my own bowling where well, you I cut your own cut finger, my finger, and had to go get plaster. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, three wickets. Uh, I should I should also qualify that the, the dropped catch was was tough. I think it ripped, it, man. It ripped. Max, what you should took be a doing. big thick edge. Max, what you should be doing this scenario is going, Jack, stop fucking asking this question. Let's carry on to number is it six or seven. It, this is number six. Um, At the end of the day. Do you want a reminder of the scores, chaps? Yes, please. We're halfway through. It's quite close. Yeah. Uh, team Three, Max Ukulele, two. Yeah. Team Ross Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> three. I'm going to offer you the opportunity to change your team names now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I will. Yeah. Well, uh, can I change mine to. Uh, Team French 75. I knew, I knew. I knew. Uh, Ross, well, well, I say Ross, everyone is quite well lubricated on French 75s. A delicious cocktail including gin, champagne, sugar syrup, sugar syrup and lemon, lemon juice. Lemon juice. It's, um, it is wonderfully nice. Yeah, it, but it's, yeah. Potent. It's, it's potent. Um, so, French, Team Ross French 75 podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, if you just add them all together, it's like a German phrase. Uh, and Max, any ch- team change name? Name change. Um, I mean, let's just look at the uh, look at what he's looking at, and he'll probably pick something. I'm going to go for Team Curran for president. Team oh. Curran for president. Yeah, interesting mm-hmm. uh, and wrong. Um, <laughs> you don't know which Curran I was talking about, or which presidency. It was in fact Ben yeah. Curran. Ben Curran. Yeah. Let's one. not get too fucking obtuse here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, that's question number eleven. Max, quiz, quiz asker is is taking control again. Uh, team valued listener, you're going to stay as team valued listener. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be too confusing. I mean, no, there's always valued listeners. Um, question six. We're into the World Cup. We're, we're continuing the World Cup. Um, what was unique about the New Zealand v India semi final? Oh, um, Max. It was went over two days. Bang, correct. Oh, well done, Max. So that's, that's three all. Team current for president, ukulele, three. <laughs> <laughs> Team French 75 podcast, Ross. Mm-hmm. Max has really brought it back into the moment. This has been a classic, the grand one. Which is, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is ironically completely different to how I normally bat, where I go off fairly well at the start and then just grind <laughs> to a halt. Yeah. Um... Oh, it's pretty thrilling here, isn't it? There's four questions left. Okay. Um, I think this is the final one about the Cricket World Cup. Then they start to get a bit weird. <laughs> I will be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cricket Podcast. This is a little bit special. Question seven. England won the World Cup. Stark took the most wickets. Rohit Sharma hit the most runs. But who scored the second most runs? They were only like two runs behind Sharma. Really? Yeah. Um, Not in one of the finalists' teams. Right. I mean, there's nothing like just... Uh, Dave Warner. Dave Warner is correct. Bang. Uh, everyone forgets that Ashley scored 95 <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in 10 Ashley's innings and got out about 400 times to um, Stuart Broad, Stuart Broad. 
He, uh, he actually had a really good World Cup. He did, yeah. Uh, he did only get one vote in our poll for best batsman of the tournament. That was overrun by player. Indian fans, wasn't it? That, that I, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Dave Warner, I think. Uh, he is such a good player. I mean, it's great that he didn't do very well against England, but in the IPL, he was really good. The yeah. World Cup, he's really good. He's gone back to Australia. I'm not sure they've got him out yet. I mean, he's got. I don't know if we covered this. He got three. He's scored. He now has the record for the most runs by an Australian at home. Which, like previously, like Mark Taylor got to the same number as Bradman, and they declared. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warner got one more, and, and they declared. But uh, oh. he is now the uh, the record holder, and he definitely would have got four hundred. Oh yeah, definitely. That team. Like, that he was the twelve yeah. year olds yeah. Pakistan had. Um, I, I, I think it's a little. I, mean, I, I, I think it's a little actually a little, little harsh that they did because uh, there's no there was no question they were going to win the game like mm. let him get over 400 yeah, they, they really won. love Bradman there man but Brian <laughs> like, really Brian Lara the Brian Lara thing they really love Bradman like, and that was why they mm. declared yeah um, so Max takes a lead well done Max Max, yeah, Max is 4-3 yeah. up Team listening at home, valued listener. <laughs> team valued listener. They're, 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 they're special. We don't know how quickly they've been answering these questions. Mm-hmm. They could, this could be one of the most frustrating quizzes ever because there's quite a long interlude between each question as well. Um, question eight. Uh, there are many different answers to this. So it was, it was just a cla- it was just classic case of a normal quiz, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> um, There's no wrong answer. Yeah, so I'm gonna I am gonna be the judge, and you're gonna have to just roll with what I say. Okay. Yeah, do we have 15 minutes to write our essay question down? No, or? you don't. No, no, no. You can please any, show your working. Well, I mean, like if anyone is able to recount the most entertaining version of events for this, uh, and the next question, um, you you may win. Okay. Um, can you list? All of the jobs that Mizbar has had in Pakistani cricket this year. President, let's go. Is it just this year or is it? Yeah, 2019. Uh, oh, no, no, go back. Go so, back as long as you want. He's been a player for Pakistan. Yes. He's been the captain of Pakistan. Yes. He's been the captain of their like, um, under 21s or whatever it is, the youth side, whatever it is, at the World Cup um, back in where they played against England. Um, he's been the director of cricket. I also think he's been the manager. He's going to manage Islamabad, I think it is, in the Pakistani Super League after setting out the criteria to actually pick the captains. So he's obviously on the board of directors on that one and part of the selection panel. Okay, so that's some Max. Any advance? So on the number of obviously, uh, whatever everything Ross just said. Um, smart I, decision. I smart decision there, Max. Uh, <laughs> also, realizing I should have gone yeah. first. Also, <laughs> also, also, a little, a little known fact is that he actually also uh, has his own ice cream van and um, sells ninety nine flakes to all of the players at the end of every Pakistan Test match. I don't even know what to say. Is there a pun there? Is that a true story? No, completely. It's just bollocks. Okay, right. give Ross the point. Well, okay, right. <laughs> To be frank, I can't top what Ross said. To be frank with both of you, I think they were two quite poor answers. I don't know where the ice cream one came from. In fact, I've half my. I know exactly where it came from. It came from a combination. It came from a combination of gin, lemon juice, sugar syrup, <laughs> and champagne. Is it, Ross, is it? Ross, you're getting the point. Um, Bisbar, as far as I'm aware, yeah. he has been a player. He's yeah. been a youth group captain. Yeah. He's been the captain of the international side. Yeah. I think he's been a batting coach. <laughs> he is currently the head coach. Yeah. He has been the head of Pakistani cricket. Uh-huh. He has been a selector. <laughs> so, um, he is now the. Uh, he's a, a Pakistani Super League head coach. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. He's pretty blown. Oh, I've got most you of them. You've got most of them. I'm sitting there pretty. did miss out on the he is currently the head coach. No, I said that. No, you missed that one. But. And I, I, this would have been a bonus point, I think. Mm-hmm. You you did neglect to mention the fact that when he was like the head of Pac- the Pakistani cricket board, he selected he the criteria the for who <laughs> could be the head coach, which he didn't qualify for, <laughs> and then still applied for it, and then appointed himself. Then appointed himself, basically. Yeah, yeah. I so, remember we discussed that at length. Yeah. So it is for all. Max, I must admit, though, out of out of the history of your kind of comments on the podcast we've done in the past, I'm surprised you didn't accuse him of being like the head of match fixing for Pakistan because that would have been a that would be a classic thing you'd bring yeah. up. We can, we can cut that, yeah. No, we can't cut that. Um, <laughs> alleged. Um, question nine. Yeah. We're moving on to the Ashes. We've done Pakistan. We've done the World Cup. We've done the IPL. We've done England's tour in the West Indies. And what we seen that four four. There are two points available for this question. So it's it's 9A, 9B. Um, I'm going to give you each a chance to summarise the ashes in one sentence. Okay, so you you just, that's for for question one, yeah? Yeah. Um, So have a little think about that. For for B, 9B, can you tell us how Australia didn't win the ashes in one sentence? So two points. You're going to go... You, are we sure, who would like to go first? Who would like to summarise the ashes in one sentence? And don't fucking have loads of clauses. Quick okay. sentence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First. yeah. Um, so the ashes... That's, is that a full stop there? No. <laughs> That's part A, guys. That's part A. Part <laughs> <laughs> B? Okay, right, well, we'll say it was a comma, but let, let's pause this, please. I, we're, we're talking like just a minute style yeah. summarisations here, please. A mi- I reckon you've got 10 words, Max. Yeah. Largely even, but realistically, Australia should have won. Okay, quite bland. Quite bland. Unbelievably negative. I, yeah. I am going to score that, but I'm not going to show Just you gonna go with what the score I gave that. Um, Ross, you get to go second. Uh, so, 9A, can you just repeat what we said by 9A? This um, is just the overall ashes. Can you summarise the 2019 ashes in one sentence? Dharma Sena, Steve Smith. Bowling Geary. Draw. I don't know if that was... What was that? I'm going to call that a draw because I don't really understand your answer. It might have been better than Max's, but also it wasn't a sentence. No. Okay, so... <laughs> people at home, probably you won that. Yep. Yep. Well 4-4-1. <laughs> <laughs> team, team valued listener, um, I'll give you a point each. That's five all. Um... Point B, how can you tell us how Australia failed to win? Ross, you have to go first here. Oh, okay. One, then from 9A. Yeah. <laughs> Use a proper sentence. Yeah, okay. Um, was, was that the sentence? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. I rest um, my case, Rob. <laughs> uh, no, no, of course it wasn't. Uh, please tell us how Australia failed to win. Very well, there's obviously so much better than he got. <laughs> Tim Payne's captaincy unfortunately led to him not making the right decisions and Nathan Lyon can't run anybody out. Oh, that is a strong contender. That's what I was hoping for from A, actually. But instead we just got a list of words. Max <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Brown. To take the lead or to possibly go behind? Where's your ukulele now, son? How is <laughs> If you got his ukulele out now, and as you played the sentence, I'd be... Uh, no, don't do it. 
<laughs> How did Australia not win the Ashes? That's the question. That's, That's the answer. question. The answer for that question is, of course, Ben Stokes. Ooh. He's yeah. right. That's a point to Max. <laughs> <laughs> That is it's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ben Stokes is just two words. Really would have would have done it. Um, we're coming. Kind of, brings us on to the last one. Ross, you can potentially draw this match or tie it. There won't be a count back. I can potentially draw or tie it. Thanks. Well, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we get rained off. <laughs> this is a pretty tough one. Okay. So I, I actually don't expect either of you to get it, but I will take the closest answer to be a point. If you if you get it correct, you get ten points. You win. The, <laughs> <laughs> the countdown conundrum, as it were. Um, the the current. So there's there's. If you look the way people work out test averages, you have to have twenty innings, and then you go into the record books. That's mm-hmm. that's the threshold. So uh, at the moment, three of the top four are Australians. You've got Steve Smith, you've got Adam Voges, and you've got the Don. Mm-hmm. Adam Adams. Adams. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, guy, the guy started playing test cricket at like 36 and was just like, yeah, I understand how to play cricket now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, had, he had none of that kind of adolescence kind of bit yeah. of going, oh, between like 15 and 30, going like, yeah, I can, I'm figuring this out. Yeah. He just knew what he was doing. Um, another Australian is on the cusp of playing their 20th innings in test cricket, Marnus Labuschagne. Uh-huh. How many runs would Marnus Labuschagne need to score in his next innings to go into the to automatically go into the top four averages ever in Test cricket and complete the Aussie. So we're we allowed to know who's fourth. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Right. What I'm so I mean, I'll help you. Like, he's just become the first Australian to hit three. Well, actually, might be the it's first. Three, three in a row. He's, he's three, three centuries in a row. I don't think he's and the he's first. And scored yeah. more than Smith this year, isn't he? Um, it's it's look. It's it's enough. To, I don't think the then yeah. I mean, the, I reckon he needs. I reckon it's not going to be as much as 100. You're not working together here. You're working against each yeah, other. Yeah, but um, I mean, Jack, I know... Um, and I know th- I know. there's a lot of stake. Um, I know 87. Right, so Ross is my heart. It's not my heart today. Matt, do not choose a number within five runs of that, please, because that but don't go like 85 or 86 or 88. Mm. That would be wrong. Yeah, because the answer is 87. 14. 14. I mean that's a, that's a big gap and that is a fucking massive gap uh, it puts me in a really strong <laughs> in a really strong position or a very I mean, that's, that's bad maths isn't it because if you think it was lower and I, I just gave you the rule you could have said 82 yeah well, I don't care you'd still win I'm just saying 14 right um, you're uh, both wrong but Ross is miles away 117 runs if Labuschagne pretty good 117 in his next innings he goes into the top four Highest average in players ever in Test cricket. It is amazing with Labuschagne because when he when he came in, like he was just an, an unbelievable cricketer from the get go. Like where are England's players are just walking? Well, I mean, well, I mean, I, Ollie Pope is he was this year classy, but he's not got the stats to back it up yet. He was this year, but like he 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 did start the Ashes with like an average of thirty five or something. It's he has just monstered Pakistan and. Mm. Um, <laughs> there is <laughs> there was a lot of like, there was a lot of good Pakistani PR when they were just like we're playing a fifteen year old. Everyone knew, like I've played cricket when we where there's rules in league cricket where there's like fifteen year olds aren't allowed to bowl more, more than, than like five six overs in a row. row. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, just a bit of it, just like, yeah, we'll pick one for test cricket. Right, so we're, we're on the count back, it is six all. So, lads, that is a tie. There's no count back. You share the honours for, for no best. No tiebreaker. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a handshake and the game's wonderful, over. Wonderful. Yeah. If you were playing along at home, please let us know whether you did better than these two people. I think that was respectable. Six, yeah, uh, for something that was not rehearsed, that has gone pretty well for us. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, true. Shall we have another Christmas Carol, Max? I think that would be a, the right interlude at this juncture. Oh, perfect. Shuffling around inside the crease, Steve is batting once again. Not again. A flick of the wrists, a flamboyant leave, it's familiar territory. It looks like bad technique to me. A century here, a century there, what are we supposed to We've done our best to get his head, but he doesn't care when we boo. (laughs) Time to unleash England's secret weapon. Here he comes. All at 90 at his head and decked. But wait, who's this replacement strutting along up to the crease? The name's Manus Lavashay. He really loved Jesus. They brought in a guy who's just Jack, we've been asking our lovely listeners uh, for some suggestions for cricketers who we can induce into our Christmas 11. Yeah, Team Valued Listener has um, seized upon the opportunity to pun, recommend cricketers with Christmassy names uh, or any other, I mean, like, quite frankly, provide value. Ways. They're providing value. You did use the term induce, and all yeah. I can think of is that is labour. So, I mean, that is instantly disgusting. So, uh, well done. Thanks for that. Well, let's leave Jerry Corbin out of this, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Right. Um, so, who's opening the bag, Jack? What we're going to do here, we're a selection committee, and we're going we're gonna to pick up to 11 players to be in our Christmas 11. So, okay. I'm going to go through some names. Yep. You're going to judge them preferably harshly and preferably with extreme prejudice. All right, I'm in. So we're all being misbers. Exactly. Um, so I don't think misbers. We're going to start. We're going to start with Max, them, but I mean, we're going to start. It's your classic Chelsea fan assumption, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. He does mean. select though cricketers. We're going to start with a very easy one: Mitchell Santa. In in yeah. I think that was. Really we can't cool. have a Christmas without a Santa. Do you reckon people actually know? Who, who, I think we get a couple of listeners who aren't huge cricket fans. I think that's incorrect. So who who are you talking about there? Who on so, earth is listening so for to Mitchell, this? For Mitchell Santa, who are we talking about, Max? Well, Mitchell Santa. Who, who's who? Uh, he is a, a Kiwi, a left-arm spinner, who almost made it into the cricket podcast Christmas Carols EP. <laughs> but not quite. Yeah, because of a century, considering the last series yeah. isn't going to happen. Um, another Kiwi. James Franklin sense. Very good. Yeah. In one hundred percent. Well done, whoever's in, in, put in that the in. team. John Snow. I've met John Snow. That John Snow not, not or, the or, or Kit Harrison. Yeah, I've met John Snow. So not the, the newsreader John Snow. No, the guy who used to bowl for Sussex and bowl for England. He died in nineteen ninety two, mate. 
Who the fuck have I met then? I made that up. I met an old bloke who says he was Jon Snow. Okay, right. So Jon Snow. Based James, on that, he's in. James Franklin sent and Mitchell Santner all in. Okay. Snow Root? Snow Root. Nah, that's Not shit. recommended. Nah, that's, is, that, is that good that's, enough? That's, that's prejudice. That's poor. Okay, Snow poor. Root. Sorry. In nice. the second team. No, that's all right. Off the top of my head, sorry, mate. Jiangle Bell. In. Ian Ian Bell. Jiangle Bell. It's a bit of a mouthful. No, it's it's not. It's in for us. It's Ian. It's Ian. I think the or jingle. I think. But I think what you find there is the, the J is silent. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, and the gull is silent. And the, the G L E is also silent. Yeah. And the S at the end is also silent. <laughs> Ian, Ian Bell. Bell is in the Ian team. Ian Bell's in yeah. the team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ian Bell, congratulations. Ian Bell's in every team that that's I think. That's a top quality four. Jack Rudolph. It, obviously in. Obviously. And so what, what? But what I like about Jack. Rudolph, is it, can you actually imagine the way his international career started? Like, do you reckon he wasn't very well thought of? Got on a the, bit, got on the, the fringes, maybe. Well, on the fringes, I reckon. Yeah. Like, yeah, a couple of runs, but actually, there was a core set of players that he couldn't break into. Mm. All of a sudden, one day, all of other, all of the other people hit some runs. Respect got given, and hopefully, maybe the head coach liked him a little bit. What do you think? Well, perhaps on a day where the light wasn't quite so good, what? And he sort of, he sort of, he sort of shone as a player. Really, uh, really led the way for his team. He's got a nose for victory. Matthias Murrelithran, courtesy of your brother Ross. Uh, I do know. As much as my brother is a bit of an idiot, like that is a very, very good. One of the three wise cricketers. He took about my brother there on Matthias Murrelithran. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ross's brother for people who I have not told this to has no once knees. opened the bowling with uh, a single ball that went for 13 runs <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hit, hit, hey, this is this is where we go Matt, Mark Puttock you've got a lot to be ashamed of um, <laughs> starts with David Shepherd, umpire in, yeah, yeah in, absolutely Robin Smith Okay, Robert yep. Smith's yep. okay, yeah. So Good the theme. theme. Good theme. Uh, I mean, we need an umpire at the other end. Well, how about Dickie Bird? Inside a bird, inside a bird, inside a bird. Do you know what, Max? I'll give it up. On the spot. Yeah. yeah. That's very, very good. <laughs> Definitely so. on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Himanga or Himanger, I mean, Badani. No. Awful, absolutely. No, how we get? Get, get out. Chance. Get in the bin. But then Mark- so, someone might as well have called, oh, Justin Langer... <laughs> oh, Justin Manger, Justin Manger. That, that's, that's exactly what you've done there. That is not allowed. Um, Eddie Bethlehemings. Nope. Don't know who that yeah. is. So Mark Puttick started well, ended badly. Fair. Yeah. Much like England's summer. <laughs> Oscar Ratcliffe, Good King Zed Abbas. Can we use it in the song, Max? Can you use it in the song? Good King Zedda, bass came down on the feast of Stephen. Yep, in. Works. Works, okay. it's fine. Yep. Well done. Well done. Well done, Oscar Radcliffe. Um, David Holiday, Michael Cranberry, Graham Hooch. <laughs> Hooch? So we're Michael Carberry is what he's going with. What's Hooch got to do with anything? Uh, well, maybe he was in prison for Christmas one year. Am I missing um, something? Um, I, think, I think Cranberry gets in there. Michael, but it's not his name though, is it? That's just a fucking different name. It's got Berry in it. That's literally it. Yeah. I'm out. No. Nah. Oh, I'm, I'm out. By that stretch, I'm out. Any, any Chris could just be like Christmas Broad. 
That's great. Yeah. yeah. Christmas broad. <laughs> Christmas broad is in. Christ Gale. Yeah. And finally, Christ Dremlet. Christmas Dremlet. There you the, go. The last one from Twitter. Boring. Andy McKinley, Rob Turkey. Alright. Rob yeah. Turkey. Yeah. That's alright. So how many? I think that's. It might be a bit more than that. Uh, I think we've got Rob Turkey, Robin Smith, Matthias Murlithran, uh One that we've not mentioned: Rangana Naz Harath. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, that's <laughs> contrived. I like it. John Snow, James Franklin Sense, Mitchell Santner, Jacques Rudolph, G. Angle, G. Ingle. So we're missing a few batsmen. Um... <laughs> Brian Fallalala. So, typically, when an England team like the team we support is missing a batsman, we call on one person. We do. And you'll hear all about that later James, on. James Mintz. <laughs> James Mintz. James Mintz. <laughs> James Mintz. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Polar Bear Stone. <laughs> yeah, James Mintz Pie, I think is what we're going I don't for. Know. Uh, for people playing along at home, um, that might be 11, it might not be. But we need some batsmen. Do it on your own Christmas Day and do it properly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, that's a family game for all of you. Yeah. Uh, are we taking a break or are we going to go straight on to um, current affairs, Ross? I think what we should do after such an incredible year, we need to play one of our Ashes jingles that we've made. Okay. To show you the way my old man's pain <laughs> and my mum, it's it hurts. Got it! Uh, and I can't remember what else. So it's Christmas, and well, a nice. lot of what happens at Christmas is buying things. And you know who else has been buying things, Ross? Uh, no. Indian teams. Okay. <laughs> Indian cricket teams. Indian 2020 cricket teams. Oh, are you talking about the IPL, which is in its 13th season? I am talking about the auction. The IPL auction. Okay, excellent. So, it's, uh, it's, as I said, it's in its 13th season. Uh, who's, the ho- who's the holders, Max? Uh, Mumbai Indians. Mumbai Indians, correct. Um, so, let me... Actually, I'll just go straight through it. This is, we need to roll through this pretty quickly. Uh, pod favourites... Hetmeyer, yep, man who bats him, man, man, who bats him what a sun hat all the time. Went for seven hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds. Cottrell, man, I didn't like at the start, but he's brought me around with his salute and his just his whole attitude is pretty incredible. Eight hundred and fifty k the left arm for. Oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but little do you know, a uh, what what age do you think uh, people can actually start like play IPL cricket? Like, is it like 20 to... 18? Give me a range. So what are we talking about? 18 to 25? 18, 18 to 35, sorry? To start? Yeah. Well, but to start and end. Oh, 18 to I mean, Rashid Khan would... 18, 18 to 41. Well, got Rashid Khan 16 or 17 when he first entered the office. So, so 16. So well, Lamashani, the Nepalese leg spinner, mm-hmm. was 17 last year, I think. Okay, so what, what, what were we saying? So at the start, like 16... What, what's the bloke last playing? year who was recruited at 15 though no, mate, mate, I mean, <laughs> so it was the oldest Imran's ahead took a lot of wickets last year and he's 40 you, you've yeah. watched things about 400 yeah it's, it's, it's Trescothic in the auction <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a flying no we um, can't do that yeah uh, what, 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 what's the point here so uh, uh, there's Kolkata Knight Riders have uh, bought... My team, that's uh, my team, for, KKR. For, yeah. for 20 lakhs, which is £20,000, uh, uh, 
48-year-old um, spinner Previn Tembe. No fucking what way. What the fuck? He's 48. No what? fucking way. Yep. The dream what? is dead, lads. The dream, the dream is not dead. And he's 48. been Eyeball spin. Eyeball spin. <laughs> 48. Um, Aaron Finch. Uh, joins he's not 48. No, no. Uh, I'm moving and on he's to He's not 15 He's just really good. He is really good. He joins his eighth IPL franchise where he's going to be paid by Royal Challengers Bangalore 475,000 for that. That's a pretty good deal. I think that's pretty much sets off a big love for the Aussies. So you've got quite a lot of coaches who are in there from Australia. Um, Pat Cummins, the number one test bowler in the world, has become the fourth most expensive player in history for IPL uh, in terms of, uh, and the number one foreigner at 1.7 million. It's quite a lot of money. So he's joined Kolkata Knight Riders also. Uh, uh, it's not looking good for us. Uh, the Big Show. Do you know who I mean by talking about? Say the Big Show. Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell. Uh, famously shite at the World Cup and deemed by this very podcast a unbelievably poor man's Josh Butler. Yeah. And went for 1.1 million. So uh, it shows what we know. That's oh, a big shot. Oh, what yeah. did Josh Butler go for? Um, he was retained by whoever he played, uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore for oh, that's right. that one point, whatever it is, million. We're not um, proved wrong because we don't have a number. Very, very true. Uh, there's been a couple of people who are kind of coming through the ranks of Australia, but it just shows like how strong people are seeing the Australians. So uh, Josh Philippe, um, kind of like an uh, English version of Tom Banton, actually. So Tom Banton has been compared to Josh uh, Butler and Kevin Peterson. Um, was auctioned and he also got thing. Um, Josh Philippe same kind of vein uh, Mitchell Marsh has been picked up what? Kai Richardson has been picked Jesus up Christ. Andrew Ty has been picked up so has Chris Green uh, Chris Lynn who's uh, Chris, Lynn's, Chris Lynn's described as an explosive batsman on like everything I've seen like yeah, I'm, Chris I'm, Lynn Lynn Sanity Lynn Sanity that, I mean I want that reputation and then Alex Carey well, it doesn't really work it? leg sanity what well, it's not going to work for me, is it? I'm just. Well, just well, you said you wanted that reputation, but leg sanity doesn't work. All right, fine. Well, 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 well legless well, does work. Yeah, legless does work. Yeah, leg it. Are we done? Mm. Leg before wicket. Or we, we, oh, what's that's next? A good one, isn't what's it? next? Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll then walk into lunacy. So you kind of mentioned insanity. Let's walk into lunacy. Leg um, Nathan <laughs> Quarter Nile. He went for eight hundred thousand pounds. That's more money than I owe. A lot, a lot, a lot. So the IPL is is famous for making people like very rich. But Nathan Quarter Nile, like, eight hundred thousand pounds. In my in my notes, I've got what the fuck <laughs> is. Uh, what, so, are his, what are his stats? So let, I'll give I'll give you both sets for. What, what so, are they getting for eight hundred thousand pounds? So in international cricket, he's uh, batted fifteen times. So he's a batting all rounder, both right hand. Um, so it doesn't offer much difference to no variance. In 15, in 15 innings, he's at 150 runs. His high score is 34. Strike rate of 125 at an average of 13.63. That's batting? That, I mean, that's shit. That's, that's batting. That's really shit. That's really shit. Yeah. Uh, bowling, 28 innings. Uh, he's taken 34 wickets. Shit. That's more than one ago. No, that's pretty good. It's pretty poor. Uh, at 25.58. Economy of 8.26. So, um... That's not awful. Where's he bowling? At the death? If it was at the death, that's not too Oh, well, I mean, you look at Nathan Gordon. I mean, this is a guy who's a batting rounder, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Uh, his IPL stats tell a different story, where batting-wise, 26 matches. Hmm. His average is 5.77. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
His strike rate is 104, which we know is absolutely terrible. Yeah, and he's wow. he's gone for 800,000 here, everybody. Um, I reckon I could achieve that. I maybe that I could bat an average of five. An average of five, I would do. You that. reckon you score five in in four and a half balls? Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah they're, they're, I've no doubt in my head. <laughs> you know, I, I can fucking do that. Tuck and run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bat and ball, bat and ball. Uh, he's bowling a little bit better. Economy of 7.66 and average of 19.97, which that, is a little bit more expected. That's pretty good. 7.66, yeah, that is okay. For 2020, that's pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's gone from he's gone from being picked as a batting round to a bowling round. He's a bowler. But still a what distinctively is, average bowling round. What he is, is a bowler. That's what he is. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. he's right there. And he probably should bat at 11 with that average. Uh, moving <laughs> yeah. on, moving on, we've asked the age-old question from this podcast. What is a Marcus Stoinis? Uh, he's very funny on the Grey Cricketer, our rival podcast in Australia. Is, it, is he? Is he very, that funny, funny that he's got? Is he so funny that he gets paid four hundred eighty thousand pounds? I reckon he's probably is that funny. He's that funny. Yeah. He's that funny. So uh, this is a guy who Adam uh, Zamps. Adam Zamps. Zamps. Adam Zamps. Oh, he's got to be funnier than Zamps. I mean, they're like a, they're like a, a duo. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're so they're, they're really shit at cricket, but actually they're really funny. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. They famously come together, but Adam Zamps doesn't get picked up the RPL draft. So. Uh, uh, Ricky Ponting picks him up for the Delhi Daredevils or the Delhi Capitals that have been renamed. Um, he must see something we don't. So, uh, I mean, uh, batting wise, he averages like 31 in the IPL. That's all right. That's pretty yeah. good. Well, bearing, bearing in mind in 2020 cricket, the stats now go, oh, a 30 is a thing. How many yeah. 30s have you got? That's yeah. now a thing. The, the main thing should be strike rate. What's his strike rate? Do we know? 129. Not very good. Uh, he's he bowls as well, and uh, he's taken fifteen wickets in twenty nine games, an average of thirty seven point nine. Yeah, what's his economy though? Nine point three. That's bad. Yeah, that is yeah, bad. Yeah, so, uh, but there's been plenty. He's of worth less than a player. Yeah, but at the same time, him and Gordon Isle have gone for like one point two five million. That is a ridiculous amount of money. Um, is there, are there any good news stories from this this auction? Apart from you ragging on Australians, because you've basically spoken about Australians. There is, uh, I don't know, there's, there's some great news. Let's talk about England. Yeah. Uh, Owen Morgan has been picked up. Hey! Uh, Good news for the Irish, sorry, not the English. What? Uh, World Cup winning captain for England (laughs) was Irish born. Not English enough for me, says Max. Went for over over 100,000. I don't recognise that World Cup victory. He went for for over uh, half a million pounds. So did Sam Curran. So Sam Curran lost his uh, his £800,000 contract. Picked up a five hundred ninety thousand pound contract. It's a tough one. It's a tough life. Why would anyone pay that money? For are they still getting confused about their currents? No, no, no. So this is this is a bit where we, we had we, last year. We had a legitimate reason to say that. Do you reckon they did their research? We had a source. Yeah, we, yeah. They they told they told us that they got the, their currents wrong this year. Tom Curran got picked up for one hundred eight thousand. They're still got them fucking wrong. They still got it wrong. Tom Curran okay. is good at twenty twenty cricket. Sam Curran is short. Not really as good, sure. but it's the it's the left hand. He's really really value the left hand. Which is from Zimbabwe. Yeah, I mean like South African Zimbabwe. It's close, but they they sound really Zimbabwean. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know why you're surprised. The like the best players in England's cricket have in the, in the last like the fifteen years have been pretty close. Well, like he's young. I just thought that like we we that was like a mid two thousand thing that we got like Trot in and Peterson in and. <laughs> Strauss. Strauss yeah the turn of the, turn of the last decade suddenly yeah. everyone was I thought, we, I thought we were back to like picking private school boys 
Nah, the purest, so the, the, pure, the purest element is uh, solely reserved for the Conservative Party, not the English cricket. Well, I mean, like all the top four of the batting are up. Um, <laughs> fine. Uh, Chris Jordan got picked up for three hundred and thirty k. That's that's a good that's a good deal. That is yeah. a good buy. Uh, Jason Roy, one hundred sixty thousand. That, that, that is a Barry that bargain. That is the bargain of the century. Of the um, century, I mean, not of the century, mate. But of the, what did, of the uh, what, did, what did Tom Banton go for? Do we know? One hundred k. That's the bargain. Yeah. That's the one you want. I mean, I mean, Jason Roy's proved this level. Did you see um, Banton in the big, big bash? Yeah, yeah, he smashed it. Fifty off of not many balls. He, uh, the team lost, but he scored like yeah, like sixty off thirty balls. Oh, Here's some of the, like one of the biggest fucking sixes you'll ever see. But this is a bit at the uh, at one of our very first episodes of the cricket podcast that you can go back and listen to on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever. I do go back because you'll understand cricket from the beginning. We. Uh, we we talked about and also we, we, really we talked about Benson and we said he was a mix between because he's a he's a wicked batsman but we said he's got the swagger of Kevin Peterson and he's also got the ability of Josh Butler that guy is going to be unbelievable uh, anyway moving on um, Benson was going to be my next guy uh, Tom Curran cares I said Wokes was also picked up so Chris Wokes oh nice Mister Reliable like he can bat he can bowl good fielder mm. very good safe around um, Ben Stokes Moen Ali uh, Jofra. Oh, Joffrey Archer and Bearstow, or Polar Bearstow, as you call him earlier. Retained? Uh, all retained, yeah. All retained. Um, interesting. I want, to, I want to pose a bit of a question to you guys. Um, where do you think the value comes from in these like, players? Because is there a space for kind of money ball tactics? Because like, a lot of this kind of stuff where they pay an inflated price. I mean, look, I mean, look at Nathan Court and Iowa. I didn't even know like, if he had that good of a reputation. But his, his stats don't back up. What the price has said is Nathan so, Nile worth eight Tom Bantons? Obviously, the answer is no. Correct. Yeah, right. Well, so you got you got to factor in two things. Here. Um, one of the things in the IPL is that the Indian players should be worth the good Indian players should be worth a lot more because mm-hmm. you need seven of your eleven. Is it yeah. seven of your eleven? So um, yeah, you have four overseas. Well, and seven not, yeah. So a you have a limit on the number of overseas players you're allowed in your team, and b you're also playing in India. Yeah. So, but the so the the good Indian players should be worth more than people generally pay for them. Okay, now there's a bit on Max's point there about you're playing in India, right? So this is the thirteenth version of IPL. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if this matters as much. As I, there's a lot of people who are now playing in India so much that actually they've got a part of their game where it's like, I know how to bat in India and I know how to bowl in India, I, and I, I think that is becoming less and less important. I mean, I also think but the time I mean, of there's, night, there's, there's an age aspect to it though. Like your younger players, yeah, twenty, you know, your young twenties. Mm-hmm. I think because all the games iterations of the IPL because all the games happen at night. Yeah, very true, very true. Because all the games happen at night. I don't think like there's like a pitch. That there's such a pitch thing that that comes into play. It's not like playing Test cricket in India where the pitch just gets baked and it's ragging all over the place by day three and, and keeping low. They play on like okay wickets that have got due on. They are generally yeah. slower though. A little bit, but not like ridiculously. Mm. I mean, like Joffrey Archer is still fast. Like, uh, I mean, Joffrey Archer's IPL stints mm. made him an England cricketer, basically. Yeah, um, that, that is actually what happened, right? Uh, yeah, but no. But look, to go back to the original point, I, I think that the Indian players are in general slightly undervalued. Like, it's way like Bumrah is worth way more than Joffrey Archer because Bumrah doesn't take up one of your slots for an overseas player mm-hmm. um, and the difference between Bumrah and the next best Indian bowler 
is much, much greater than Archer and the next best overseas bowler. I mean, I mean, I mean, or even the next best five yeah. overseas players. Well, I mean, well, basically, you've got a... one nationality and the gradations of how good they are, yeah. and then every other country. Yeah. Okay, well, so, uh, the, the, the way I say it, in my notes here, you've got, so uh, you've got Pat Cummins, who went for 1.7 million. That is unbelievable. And his bowler in the test matches, who is a pretty incredible bowler himself, is Josh Hazelwood. Mm. He went for two hundred thousand. So I mean, the, the, is Pat Cummings one point five million pounds better than Josh Hazelwood? And but as you say, it, when, when it, you look, when you look at India bullet, what is that disparity? Well, how how important is pace when it comes to twenty twenty as well? That's the thing. I mean, you, um, you look at uh, and variations. Is it, and I think like Chennai like Super Kings. Chennai Super Kings have five five spinners who all like, ended up in like the top twenty of the spin of the spinning charts. So. They clearly think that spinning is the way. Yeah, uh, it'll be good. It'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to the IPL. Were we like three months away from the beginning? It usually starts mid yeah, so, late so, March. Yes, yeah, so I say the March. Yeah. So, um, so we'll, we're we'll retaining our supporting teams that we had. For we'll last we'll year. do another preview, I think, because there's, there's a lot of churn. Um, yeah, a lot of players. players. But, um, uh, the important thing I want to know is: Are we going to be pulling our names out the hat again, or are we, no, can, or are we can, sticking? Am I still a KKR? For anybody who's listening, who's been listening from like episode four of the cricket podcast, which would be everybody, yeah, <laughs> oh, well. you'll know we all drew teams. Uh, who did you draw, Ross? Oh, I can't even remember. Uh, but what? 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 I just want to bring up one point: is that um, podcast favourite Colin de Grandad? Mm. Has, he, has he been picked up? Wasn't picked up. That's which, which is which is interesting, right? Because he's got what, an incredible strike rate, very good fielder. You can't get his bowling away. We yeah. all we all believe that he should have bowled the super over. Two for twenty six. Two for twenty six. But anyway, that has been the IPL auction roundup. He even got a mention in the uh, fairy tale of Ben Stokes. That's how good he is. That is how good he is. Um, but, so we have got one more thing. One more thing. It's the England tour in South Africa starting on Boxing Day. So we're not going to get another show before Boxing Day, are we? No, we're not. Um, Unlikely. Ross, have you, have you got a quick roundup of that? I have indeed, but let's first have a bit of a jingle, okay? Kings 11, Punjab. The Kings, yeah? Captain Ashwin. Kings 11, Punjabi. Play Punjabi, play Punjabi. The Kings, yeah. So what we have upcoming is South Africa versus England, which I'm going to call the transition test series. Is what's wrong with that? No, it's just it's an interesting. Well, both both the sides are in a position where they've they're full of rookies. Ultimately, there's uh, there's four tests and there's a big shake-up in both the camps. Both teams have ended up with new coaches. So, I mean, if we start with South Africa, so uh, South Africa ended up with uh, suspending Thabang Moro, who was the CEO of Cricket South Africa. Um, misconduct, uh, one of their uh, well, their financial um, kind of directors said that there was widespread credit card abuse <laughs> what? what? I know. What? I know. Quite a few of their sponsors basically threatened to withdraw sponsorship, and their, their biggest one did. So the the the, the, the uh, so uh, the bank who uh, said, "Oh yeah, we'll commit um, eighty million to you every year," said we're not going to sponsor you anymore. So uh, that was that was one of the lifelines of cricket in South Africa, and that's actually that, cricket is one of those sports. And I don't think people realise this that. 
it is it's so close to the edge all of the time. Apart from in India. India, Australia, England, England yeah. fine. Yeah. Every, everything else is a site. It's like food to mouth kind of thing. Um, they've brought in uh, the most successful test captain ever in Graham Smith mm-hmm. as their... Um, as their new captain. No, no, he's, 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 not, um, he's not been reinstated. So, but I Tough man captain. <laughs> he's, he's just going to stand at first leg. Oh, oh. I would love that. I would love it if, if one of the directors put themselves in and goes, do you know what? I can still do a football team. Yeah, I can still do a job. <laughs> I can still do a job. Top of the order. I mean, like, oh, yeah, I'm fine like, here. Like Robbie Savage playing for a 10th division Welsh team. Exactly, Max. Yeah. Uh, but just a little bit better than the technique <laughs> yeah. that he's ever had. Um, but he's been brought in and then he takes on a coaching role for a very lucrative contract in the IPL for a, an unnamed team for this podcast. Um, he's employed his mate, Mark Boucher. Yeah. So one of the best wicketkeepers in the game. Doesn't he have the most dismissals by a wicketkeeper? He does, but he's also got, he also retired because of an eye injury, so you can really, yeah. you, I mean, you've got, there's questions to be raised of how much he's actually going to keep his eye on the ball. Um, Jesus Christ. Jesus Jack Callison and Charles Langeveld have been bought what? out. Where did that come from? Um, a fucking bail went in his eye and it blew up. Yeah, not my fault, was it? Um, so, <laughs> fucking hell. Jack Callis and Charles Langeveld, as I was saying, you both rudely interrupted me, um, Jack Callis is the batting consultant for South Africa now, and Charles Langeveld uh, was released by Bangladesh and is now the are bowling gonna, consultant. Are for we going to mock either of them for unfortunate injuries from playing their sport? Or are we <laughs> no, because be they just fucking got on with it. Um, right. Faf, is, uh, Faf is the new captain, and they've named six uncapped players in their uh, in their test side. Uh, Rassi van der Dusen, who actually impressed at the World Cup, right, I think. The World Cup, yeah. like, he's probably one of their better players. Um, what I remember was that their the South African fans were talking around that he values his wicket too much. Yeah, they did. He, he is a bit greedy. But that is what you want in Test cricket. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you want the Jeffrey Boycott yeah. attitude towards wickets. So uh, when he plays against England, no, undoubtedly he'll be in that first Test squad, I reckon, and that first eleven. So uh, he might be a bit of a tricky man to get out. Uh, England on the back of a one uh, nil series defeat in New Good Zealand. Result. Good result. Well, it could have been 2 0. It could have been 2 0. Um, but they must see this as a uh, must see this as an opportunity. For Joe Root to score another double century in a losing call? No, they've no, actually got to uh, kickstart Joe Root's fourth era of captaincy. Okay, right, yeah. Um, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to the fourth era. The fourth era? Will it be the final era? Uh, well, and unless uh, unless they actually listen to us, I mean, Joe Denley apparently has hit a century. In are you, are you suggesting Joe Denley should be the next captain? No, no, no based I think Joe Denley. I think we put that before. No, 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 based upon our based upon our podcast, based upon we said what that, we've been saying. Yeah, based Joe upon Denley our podcast, that we are England are a second eleven when it comes to international cricket stage. When it comes to Test cricket, mm. and as we rightly say the oldest player typically mm. gets made captain in the second yeah, eleven. Yeah. So Joe Denley is our next captain. Yeah. yeah. Good there we go. Actually, yeah. Um, there's some good. familiar faces are back for the England side. Uh, Jimmy Anderson, Johnny Bairstow, somehow. Will Jimmy Anderson ever retire? No. I hope he doesn't. He will be being picked in the IPL. Like when, when do you force him to retire? 56, maybe. Mm. Wait, it depends. Though. If he, I think he was Australian then and made him go. Do you think? Mm. I think it's one of those things where he's got such a uh, such a talent with the swinging ball that it doesn't matter how so he bowls. Oh no, no, it depends. Like if he gets down to like sixty-five, then there's an issue. But actually, 
<laughs> but, but if he's bowling, if he's bowling the same speed as the last spinners, then we need to have a look. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but if there's that bit where you've got someone well, you, who you say that. bats eleven, so next. I'm sorry, you say you say that, but Tim Murtha and Colin de Grandom have both proved problematic for England batsmen. So why would a 69, 70 mile an hour I mean, like, James Anderson not be? Wait, we need to stop this dirty rumor now that Jimmy Anderson is losing. Uh, 10 miles an hour in pace <laughs> over I mean, we're, injury. We're talking, we're talking at 56. Oh, yeah. I heard he can only bowl 45 miles an hour. <laughs> From who? Him. The guy who replaced <laughs> your tyres in your car? Or what are you talking about? No, um, it was. it's it's quite a well-known... The bloke movie. I met in Asda. Yeah, so, so, so Jack Sauce is obviously completely un- indisputable, obviously, as he sits there rolling <laughs> his eyes and going, what the fuck have I just said? Yeah, what um, am I doing? But I think Jimmy Anderson is there for... At least next couple of years. I mean, Broad proved that he could actually outperform Jimmy when Jimmy's not there. Yeah. As long as as he's bowling against Is there anything else we need to talk about before? Mark Wood's back, Johnny Bairstow's back. I mean, I don't know what Johnny Bairstow did other than being Joe Root's best friend. Um, He didn't shag into Miss Wife. uh, Illness has actually been... What the fuck is... What's that even mean? We're we're going straight... That's that's the the running joke, isn't it? The running Ben Folks joke. We are going straight over what Max has just said. Uh, Illness has hit the England camp. uh, The norovirus. So uh, if you are familiar with the norovirus, this is where you shit and vomit out of both ends. (laughs) Um, There's been doubt... Both at the same time at both ends. Yeah, uh, yeah it, is, it, is, fuck. it is terrible. Oh uh, my God, I've never shat out my mouth before. That sounds awful. Well, the, the worst thing is, Max, is when you uh, shit into a toilet and then have to throw up and you throw up in your own shit. So, uh, <laughs> well done, <laughs> Stuart Broad, who is also a doubt of the first <laughs> So is Joffrey Archer and so is Jack Leach. Uh, Craig Overton and Dominic Bess have been called up, if you remember both of those. Mr. Military Medium at seven foot tall is Craig Overton. Um, Farm Boy is his uh, familiar nickname in the England camp. Don Best famously played two tests against Pakistan. Did okay. He did his best. He did his best. Yeah, did his best and then got loaned out to Yorkshire. Um, They didn't travel for the warm-up game, which uh, was supposed to be a first-class match. Was downgraded to a friendly because everyone was shitting out of their mouths. True, but I mean that downgraded to a friendly, I think, instantly made everyone feel a bit more at ease. They didn't try as hard. Hence, Joe Denley at a fucking century. (laughs) Um, Future captain. Uh, well, England's batting is still a major issue, um, but Joe Root's return to form against New Zealand was uh, very well timed, uh, especially with apart from the twelve we got against the non-trying South Africa A team. I mean, maybe he was ill as well, Max. Um, but the faith shown in Sibley, Burns, Denley, and Pope, as well as Zach Crawley, should. I'm saying should. We I've even got it written really as uh, it's in kind of. Yeah, question, quotes. Yeah, quotes. Yeah. Saying that um, they sh- that should that faith should see a return in the runs column. Um, well, hopefully the Centurion Boxing Day test will also see South Africa lining up against them. Vernon Philander, who um, I mean, he just loves taking wickets. In oh, fucking hell, he's a nightmare, isn't he? He's, we he's, cannot deal with <laughs> Philander. And I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, he he ripped apart a pretty decent starting eleven when he was back in uh, back in England. Let alone this inexperienced lineup, and I just think he could well do very well when partnered with pod favourite Rabada. He's all. Um, however, he's phenomenal. I think he is so good. I think no team is good enough to actually beat either one. I reckon the first test is going to be a draw. There's four other tests. To all draws. Place. Um, no, I don't think all be draws, but I think the first test there. Centurion's a pretty decent place to bat, so uh, I reckon it'll be a draw. Any Thanks. Other, any, I mean, any other predictions? Well, I mean, uh, I'd just like, firstly, I'd like to say that's a 
excellent summary and preview and thank you very much Ross comprehensive there was two pages of notes there Lo- great stuff like really good insight I would I would like to ask one thing mm-hmm. is this part of the ICC test championship thank you Max the thing is I don't know <laughs> the answer is yes I'm, is. I'm joking this is, this, is, this is it no one has to guess from now on that any of the big games are played against the but, uh, and how many tests are there in this series four four tests in this series no. so that's 30 points per win yeah uh, who's top of that no one knows India, whoever, India, whoever, India whoever's only there. played two tests yeah. and won no, no, 120 in, points games. as we all know uh, it's ridiculous because you get 120 points if you win a series 2-0 and 120 points if you win a series 5-0 and everyone knows that's bullshit but you know. I don't, is it Max I also it, there's that bit where you're getting two but like, I can't imagine one cricketer and there, there, there is this bit where I can't imagine that's, 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 that's a problem for a man who does a cricket podcast and not be able to imagine, imagine one cricketer right. is is just fat men in whites mate I mean, there's nothing better than two people jumping in on a cheap joke, but this is what this podcast is built around. Uh, but I can't imagine one professional cricketer now being involved in Test cricket going, do you know what? All I want to do is win the Test Championship. That's not, that, that, is, that is not a bit of their, te- of, their, you know of their cricketing CV of turning around and going, do you know what, guys? They'll be doing their... Because that's what cricketers do after they finish, right? Regardless if they've won millions of pounds like Glenn Maxwell, the big show... They'll still go around to each individual kind of county, do their little speeches. They're not going to be sitting there going, you say, do you know what? You say that, this. Ross. You say that, Ross. I think, I think there is one cricketer in the world who thinks my sole purpose is to win the ICC Test Championship. Okay. Is it Virat Kohli? No. Oh, but I have written a song about him. Have you? Yeah. Mitchell Santa. You might have heard of him. He has played for England... A couple of times. Greg Thorpe. <laughs> Rob Key. <laughs> Rob Be- Turkey. <laughs> Rob Turkey. Better than both of those put together. Really? Yeah. Turkey and stuffing. D- I mean, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Christmas. So who is it, Max? Let's, the mu- let's let the music talk for itself. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to let you uh, leave the show with this song. So it is unbelievable for Max. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful year and we will be back in January when England are smashing South Africa. Goodbye from Ross. Happy Christmas. And a happy new year. Wicked's falling all around me. Hope is failing. Root is gone. Who is our saviour? It's a time for